0: Welcome to the Flow and Freedom Show. I'm your host, Avril Anderson, coach, mentor, and guide for multi-passionate female entrepreneurs who are ready to let go of the BS around what building a business should look like and create a scalable, thriving, soul-aligned business that balances the divine feminine and divine masculine energies within. you and share with you a little bit about um, how I spent my weekend and um, some revelations and insights I had this weekend around a book that I was reading by Ariane Huffington Thrive. And it was quite interesting because obviously a lot of what I'm talking about at the minute is around self-care because in this space I'm seeing so many women, ambitious, amazing women like you, that are feeling tired. You're feeling burnt out. We're at the summer holiday stage now. We know I are back to that juggling, working, looking after kids, making sure that everyone's looked after for anyone who has kids. And also just that half point of the year where people are just starting to reassess, we're starting to realign. And over the weekend, I was reading Ariana's book all about thriving. And she was talking about when she started her business back in 2005 for her, what success looked like for her was wealth and power. And so often we can see this in society that that is what success has been boiled down to in many ways. So it's about how much money you're making in your business, how much power you have over your own time, over your own direction, um, and often sometimes unfortunately in corporate over other people, which is, um, not a nice place to be. And Ariana was talking about how she was working 18 hour days and she was just pushing through. She knew she was tired. She knew she was exhausted, but she just kept telling herself to keep going, keep going, keep going. And it resulted in her um, fainting in her office and shattering her cheekbone. It took to that point of actually her burning herself out physically to the point where she fainted and shattered her cheekbone. And then did a battery of tests looking for what was wrong. And the result was what doctors were telling her was that she had actually just physically burnt herself out. So actually learning to step back and look at what success looks like for you is something that I really would encourage you to do because in this online space we see the highlights real, and thankfully over the last couple of weeks especially I've been noticing people opening up a little bit more about the fact that the journey of entrepreneurship isn't all roses and prosecco. There is actually a whole other side to it around actually Building your business, you know, trying to balance being family life, work life, home life, your your own self-care when building a business. And I thankfully I'm seeing a lot more of it. Maybe it's just to take your activating session and get into overdrive because I'm talking about this, but actually seeing a lot more of people saying, you know what, um, it's not as easy as it looks. There is stuff going on behind the curtain. Um, but we traditionally haven't, you know, social media hasn't been a place to show that. But thankfully we're seeing that. But it. Traditionally is a highlights reel. So we see people hitting those big figure months. We see people taking, you know, two months off from Bali. We see people traveling the world. We see people buying all the beautiful things that they want. And I'm not against that. Let me just put my hands up there and say, I'm not bashing down on that. I think that's amazing. And I genuinely think creating generational wealth is an amazing thing. However, I think it's also important not to get too caught up in it all of the time and thinking that you should have it too. You should have Um, you know, everything that everyone else has. I mean, you should be there right now because don't forget where where you are in your journey, you don't know where somebody else is in theirs, okay? So they could be much further ahead than you are right now. So I would really encourage you not to get too caught up in when we look at others and then go into that comparison cycle. In terms of actually starting to define what success looks like for you, I think this is so, so, so important because it will look different for everyone. And I've worked with clients throughout my career who have wanted those big figure months who have that has been their target that has been their goal because they know then they can give back to society more they can give to the good causes they can create generational wealth for their kids and it also shows in a society where women are traditionally underfunded in business that we can create that wealth for ourselves we're not relying on other people to create that wealth for us we have the power we have the autonomy and we have the ability to create that amazing wealth for ourselves and also show the amazing women coming through into the industry and our daughters, and I look out the window because she's currently jumping up and down the trampoline, to actually show them that that's possible for them. That they don't, there's no glass ceiling anymore. They, they can smash through that damn thing and they can create their own life, their own wealth, everything that they want. And actually, you know, that's okay. That's okay. But make sure that it's your version of success. And, you know, we see people, the figures bandied around 5K, 10K, 20K months, six figure a year, seven figure a year. And sometimes, and I certainly did when I started out in business, and I actually in the past was guilty of actually using this a lot in my messaging, you know, hit your first 5k a month. um, Until I started to realize, actually, that's just a number. That's just a number. Yes, it's a really good indicator for some people, but we tend to get hooked on them. We tend to get hooked on thinking that's what success looks like. And I can't be successful until I hit that five k month, that ten k month, that twenty k month, and we put, we beat ourselves up with a guilt of actually, am I doing enough? I'm not far enough ahead. I should be doing more. And I really encourage you to please, please, please stop beating yourself up based on someone else's version of success. So what I would encourage you to do today is, I don't know if it's sunny where you are. It's sunny where I am today. So um, you know, get yourself a cuppa, go out into the garden, take a notebook, take a journal, take off your socks. Feel your feet in the grass, feel connect with nature, ground yourself. Take some lovely, beautiful, deep breaths, and just connect with and ask yourself, what does success mean to me? And as I said, I have a client's where it's been six figure years, it's been seven figure years, it's been hitting their first seal, you know, so it's different for everyone. I have a clients who actually realized that when they were aiming for those big money years that that was actually an ego-based goal and that wasn't what success looked like to them. Success looked like to them only working three days a week or success looked like to them outsourcing an element of their business or success looked like to them just actually getting to put the kids to bed at night you know it looks different for everyone and I encourage you not to get caught up in what everyone else is doing which is so easy to do in the industry today, right? Cause we come onto Instagram and we just end up scrolling, 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 but I would encourage you not to do that. Focus on yourself um, and ways in which you can make you a priority. Number one is defining your version of success, because that way then you can build a life and a business that actually connects in with that mission in with that vision for what you want your life to look like. And it sets you, it's your compass, you know, um, I always say your purpose is your compass and your goals are your roadmap. So, you know, Connecting back in with that daily will help guide you back on to the right path every day in your business and in your life. But as I was sitting on the beach, reading my book at the weekend, it sort of hit me that, you know, too often we can see of self-care for the weekend. So, you know, I often say, people say any day beginning with an S is a self-care day. And it's so important that we actually create little pockets of self-care in every day for ourselves. And in a way that works for us, because it will be different for each and every one of us, we will have a different. Um, version of what self-care is. Um, But we can do it every single day. So for me, an example of self-care that I do every single day is I meditate in the mornings because science has proven, and I do like a bit of science. I love my woo and I love a bit of science to back it all up. But science has proven that when we meditate, our focus increases. So our ability to focus on our tasks increase. So I take that day every day to meditate for two reasons, to drop out of my head which is where we spend so much of our time right in here telling us what we need to do, busyness, everything happening and drop back down into my body and drop back down into my intuition connecting with my inner self and quieting the mind to let things come through, to let messages that are waiting and probably screaming at me come through and fall into my space. I'm allowing, I'm opening that channel and that silence to allow that to come through. Meditation is a form of self-care for me every day. Getting outside in nature at least twice a day is a form of self-care for me. So usually I will walk in the mornings before everyone's up and family life starts. I get out there and I get some time for me. And then now at lunchtime I'll go out for another walk, whether it's in the garden, whether it's taking the family out somewhere and just getting into nature. And the third form of self-care for me is setting my boundaries and honouring them in my business every day. So when I say to my clients I'm not available Friday or Saturday, Sunday, I'll not be on Voxer. I'll not be answering messages, honoring that and learning to honor that and lean into that I know that I've communicated that with my clients so they're aware of that, making sure that I'm honoring that and giving myself that time and that space to really just lean into just being still and allowing myself to disconnect from social. The other stat actually in the book that I want to share with you, which blew me away, okay, I'd love you to guess on average how many times a day we look at our phones, we actually look at our phones, 150, 150 times a day. If we took 150 times a day to just stop and take three deep breaths and connect back in with ourselves, how much better would that feel than scrolling? So, and it's a subconscious picking up the phone, picking up the phone, we don't even notice we're doing it. And this is something I've worked with clients on in the past and I've worked on myself with using my NLP techniques. So there's a method called the swish method, the swish technique where it basically replaces a habit with a new habit. So we work with the subconscious to create a habit. So I had a switch pattern technique done on me to mean that every time I went to lift my phone, instead of actually reaching for it, I stretched my arms to give myself a nice stretch. And you'd be amazed how effective that technique is in replacing an automatic subconsciously, you know, it's a habit, it's something that, that our brain, we're trained to do and actually replacing that with a habit that is more positive for us, is more beneficial and doing that. So making you a priority often we can say that we come bottom of the list, you know, and often I say this so much, we'll put it in our diaries, right? So we'll put it in our diaries to have a bubble bath. We'll put it in our diaries to have lunch away for our desks. We'll put it in our diaries to have a Friday off. And then we'll find some reason to sabotage that time or something will take priority. And we'll go, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. Um, And this is us sabotaging our self-care. And there are reasons why we do it subconsciously, whether it comes down to limiting beliefs about worthiness of having that time for ourselves and that space for ourselves, whether it's because we're living in that guilt trap of I have to work harder, our ego screaming at us, you're not doing enough, you must work harder, you must do more. And really then actually not looking after ourselves is gonna lead to burnout, right? It's gonna lead to burnout if we do not look after ourselves. So number one, I would invite you to go out and actually define what success looks like for you. Number two, commit to at least one form of self-care every single day in your life. Create pockets. Often when we get to that burnout and overwhelm stage, and I've been here before, we kind of want to run away, right? We kind of just want to go, you know what? I'm shutting down. I'm disconnecting. I'm just, I can't, we can't take on anymore. We're in overload and we literally burn ourselves out. And then what we want to do is run away. We suffer. Those around us suffer. suffer. And our business suffers so it's really important that we don't get to that point so remember instead of getting to the point where we need to run away and isolate ourselves create little pockets just little pockets every single day of time for yourself and if you're not quite sure how to do that or at the minute, you are finding yourself working through your lunch. You're finding yourself not actually able to enjoy a cup of tea. So you find the stuff in the cup isn't for actually enjoyment. It's for it to keep you going. It's the caffeine hit that you need. It's the habit of having a cup of tea. As opposed to taking time to actually smell the aroma of the tea. Taste the tea. Enjoy the moment without thinking. When I finish this cup of tea, what do I have to do next? When I finish this cup of tea, what do I have to do next? If you find yourself taking on misaligned clients because you feel you have to take them on in your business, knowing that it's not going to serve you, then imagine never having to do that again. That's a form of self-care. And imagine never finding yourself at 10 o'clock at night again. Out of the compelled need to feeling you should, answering emails or replying or responding or planning or mapping, because you actually respect your boundaries and respect yourself enough. do that to take that time to prioritize you and it's all about creating new ceo self-care habits which is exactly why i created the ceo self-care society this is a six-week program inside which you're going to learn how to create those ceo habits that allow you to prioritize yourself show up energized aligned and unapologetically you in your business and i am so excited about this course i literally can't hide it my husband is just like why are you so excited about this It's because I am so passionate about giving you the support and the empowerment to build a business that allows you to thrive, not burn yourself into the ground because you're being driven by ego, because you're being driven by imposter syndrome, because you're being driven by comparisonitis. It's about building something that serves you and rewards you in equal measure. And what are we going to be covering off? We're going to be covering off exactly what I talked about today, how to define and connect to your version of success how to create self-care habits and boundaries, letting go of limiting beliefs, imposter syndrome, self-doubt and what isn't serving you. So we're going to be doing a little technique around cutting energy cords so you can really let go of things that aren't serving you. Learning to lean into your intuition. So what I was talking about earlier, getting out of your head, getting into your body, getting into connecting back in with that intuition, your higher self, your self-worth. How to balance your masculine and feminine energy. I see this so much. We're either sometimes in one or the other. And in order to run a successful business, we have to have a bit of a balance of both, right? So the the feminine of just being and flowing, and then the masculine of the doing. And we're going to cover off how you can actually balance those for the greatest impact in your business. We're going to be looking at creating space, both in your diary and mentally and in your energy field for self-care and for expansion into that CEO role. And then also my favorite, we're going to be covering off how to actually show up unapologetically as you in your business for yourself and for your clients. Because as I've said, it is my mission to ensure that you're empowered and supported to show up as you unapologetically in your business as the CEO that you are. And I can't wait to share this with you because I've seen the power of actually implementing self-care in my life. I've seen it when I've done it with my clients. I've seen it when I've done it with my peers. And it is so, 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 so important to prioritize you and your business because we know that without you, right? Where is your business without you? You are the heart and soul of your business. So you need to prioritize you to make sure that your business can run smoothly and efficiently. If you have any questions, drop them below. Drop into my DMs. Um, and let's have a chat. Let's have a chat about whether or not you feel it's a good fit for you right now. And I really am looking forward to hearing back from you when you do that exercise today, to go outside and ask yourself what your version of success looks like. I'd love you to drop into my DMs and tell me what that looks like for you. Thank you so much, my lovely, and I will chat to you soon. I have loved speaking with you today, my lovelies, about this topic. And I'd love to know what has resonated with you, what has struck a chord, or what your findings are when you implement this within your business. So make sure and come and connect with me and uh, let me know how you've got on.